Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Gerald. Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols. Christmas carols. How you feeling? How you be? Did how you, you bust be? their eardrums? They did something, man. Yeah, you busted their eardrums, our guests <laughs> today. With that. How you all? We can see what it do, what it be. Ha! <laughs> you are now tuned in and locked in. The chains have been broken, baby. Welcome to Unleashed Saturdays did, with your host, Mike Rob. Did you break the glass? Break it, man. Let's go. Okay. What? <laughs> this is Clean up by the five. <laughs> Clean up by the five. This is your man, Mike Rob, host of Industry Unleashed, where we always keeping it what? Real, raw, raw and uncut. Yeah. And we making it do from the stew live in ATL on your favorite radio station, curating every nation. Yeah. And neighborhood. Yeah. Across the nation. Exactly. 102.6. The situation. Absolutely. Man, and we can't do it nowhere else. Exactly. Because we're here live and thriving on the um, only campus. Right. Doing it do. Yeah. Make it do with a C. What? Make it see with a do. What? Your favorite HBCU. Should I say I like Shaq? What? Moore's <laughs> like, Brown like, College. Like, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say I like Shaq on Shaq and the Fool. What? what? Shaq the Fool. What? Make a do what do. What you gonna do? Can you dig it? Can you? It's Shakaroni. Shakaroni pizza. Shakaroni. I like a big. I like extra meat. Extra cheese. You know what it is. <laughs> what's happening there? Uh, what's going on, everybody I'm out there? <laughs> <laughs> It is Unleashed Saturdays, man. Welcome, welcome to another energetic, unapologetic show today. Yeah. Man, we got some beautiful guests in the studio that yes, I'm going to bring in in a few short minutes. But, hey, thank God we made it through another week, Black Rob. How was it? It, it was great. And, and, and how, it's, how it's finishing up is even more amazing. But right, right. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, that perfume, though. She know what I'm talking about. Our guests know what know know what I'm talking about. But that perfume, no, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it like that. Yes, I'm saying it to the radio listeners because whatever it is, 
I don't even have three thumbs, but three thumbs up though. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> nah, I got. I, 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 I. Hey, look. Let me tell you something. Productivity is the best thing when it, it comes to a is. week of productivity. You know, when you're able to multitask and be productive in it, that means you're stra- You're basically strategically walking in your excellence. You're, you're making time for accomplishments. You're making those things happen. Sure enough. And you know, you just you just gotta walk in your excellence, man. Like it's 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 a crazy world out here that we that we live in, but it's a learning experience called life that we wake up for every single day. So what a phenomenal week, a very structured week at that. So I feel pretty doggone good about that. I understand that, man. I, I, I do I do my best to to Hawk in my purpose. Um, you know, we was having a conversation. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> what was that? Hawk. I gotta stay like Steve Harvey. You know, his W's be like H's. What? P- it's it's a PHW. What? Why? In a where? <laughs> you know that gonna be on YouTube. You you, you know what? <laughs> you know what? He gonna roast us if you, he gonna roast us Monday. Right. I, I need him not to be roasting the morning machine Monday. Listen, the no, morning no, machine let me stop. Let me stop. Green, but let no. Me stop. <laughs> you know, like like we were saying over here in the car, man. You know, I I do my best to 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 walk my purpose in everything that I do, cause you just never know. You know what I'm saying? There's so many opportunities be coming and going and flipping and and drowning, and it's just like at the end of the day, you gotta stand. <laughs> You gotta stand. Nah, I just charged. saw a message, and she knows she <laughs> know she she know who I'm getting ready to talk about. Shout out oh. to Tania in Douglasville, uh, hey, Douglas hey. County, uh, listening in, talking about talking about me saying the perfume. Yes, you know best. I'd always love a a good a, a good scent. You know what I mean? Like it's. Hey, I good. love a good scent. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah, talk I'm, about I'm, I'm I listen. I am not. I will not deal with any woman if you don't smell good. Okay, I'm just not gonna do it. Cause I smell, I smell good right now. I smell so good, I got two colognes on that mix with each other, and it smell even better. Yes, sir. You can mix and match. It it it, it ain't just a clothes thing, you right. know what I'm saying? You could definitely mix and match. I I got on some oils, like we used to get down Broadnary, and I got on some Polo. Okay. Right. Body oils, incense, Lucy. <laughs> you know the drip. You Rob know what I'm talking about. Thal- thallium is d- thallium is a little different. Thallium and uh, I have it mixed with something else, but mm-hmm. I'd have to read the label to know. Hey, but it's all good. Though. It is. Uh, all good, it, man. It, it, it 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 got approved. So if it's approved by the right, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're good. But listen, man, I want to dive into one of my favorite topics real quick before we get into our guest today. And I ain't doing it in a couple weeks, man. But it's all about the movies. Yeah. The movies. You, you 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 talking about? We ain't got dreams. We got movies. We got movies. Oh my goodness, man! You know Mike Epps t- said that, right? Listen, he got a four head. He got a five head. <laughs> I bet I bet he don't have. I bet he don't have dreams. He had movies. <laughs> so he got movies. We got movies today, bro. First of all, I want to say we are in the last month of the year. Yes. Um, we're about three weeks away from Christmas. Yeah. And I have. I think I'm complete. If I don't see nothing else for the rest of this year, I'm good. I didn't saw Black Adam in 4D, yeah. which was crazy, like insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Um, if you haven't seen it by now, like it's on digital already, like already. Right. Uh, I saw Till, the Emmett Till yeah. movie Biop. If you have not seen that, please go and see that. Okay, that mm-hmm. is something. I, like I, like Passion of the Christ. You, you, some movies you just gotta watch one time and take it in for the rest of your life. Yeah, like that's Till. Like you definitely gotta go see it, and it it's worth every single penny of it. Mm-hmm. See it before it gets on di- digital, wherever it's going to go. And, of course, the, the the most anticipated movie of the last several years, yeah. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I've seen that in 4D, 3D. Okay. 4D, 3D? Four, in, listen. So 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 you saw it in seven yeah. dimensions. You had to add another 3D A- on Another dimension, brother. Like, insane. And l- let me tell y'all something, because I'm a nerd. I'm a geek out. I geeked out. The whole movie. Y'all gotta stay to the end of the movies. If it if it's a comic book movie, you gotta stay to the end of it. If yeah, it's the a, end of the credits. Well, like, not entirely true sometimes. Like this yeah. this one, they did it well, like Marvel, right after the pre credits. Cause you know they got the pre credits and then oh, they got the okay, credit yeah. credits where they showed Georgia and the, the VX and all that extra, you know what I mean? They did it after the pre-credits where they did the credits over the, the visual, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then they went into, like, that last little bit of what's Then the, the real behind the scenes. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to stay to the end of the credits. Same thing with Black Adam. A lot of people missed that. They're like, huh? <gasps> it was this? That's what's going down? Uh, Yeah. Like, if you, like duh. Like, it's DC. Yeah. DC is trying to catch up with Marvel. Like, they've been trying to do that since its existence. Yeah, yeah so, they, give you, they give you that cliffhanger. Meaning another another movie or what the or like maybe a clue as a to clue. what's going to happen in the next movie and right. you know they, they've been doing that for a while but a lot of people have just said well all right I'm tired it was a long enough movie anyway I'm out well they're just not dedicated and they just like miss they, they just miss it they're just not dedicated like the rest of us there because there used to be outtakes at a lot of the end yeah. of the movies that you would stay for and now it, it was predictable at that point yeah then when it at a point where it, st- it it began to become predictable to everybody and they would just stay for a few minutes and then leave and they don't know an extra now they don't know an extra scenes coming up so <laughs> it's like oh this is what i miss wait we didn't see that that's because you didn't stay to the end of the credits. Right. And I don't reckon, you know, I, I'm a big recommender. Like, I, I would tell you straight up, like, all right, go ahead and see that. Or no, nah, like, you can wait and see that on Cinemax on your fire stick. Y'all already know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. for those who do the, the hack trick. Yeah. Um, I got a question, though. Questions got to be answered. Questions got to be answered. Yes, so, sir. Now, you saw Till. Yep. Black Adam. Yep. It does doesn't matter which which dimension. But I'm asking I'm asking a different question because right. because we we saw it in eight dimensions and they don't have an 8D theater yet. It's coming soon, though. But it's coming Mark soon. Mark my words. You, you, <laughs> you might as well just be in there. They're going look if somebody's running, you're going to get dirt thrown on you. The whole audience is going to get throw dirt dirt thrown on. You. Like in the world, why how did my I, shirt come dirty? How did my shirt? Come? What with the um. You can you can be in the theaters and literally um, a portion of it you'll get wet. Where yeah, yeah, that's that, that's our four D. Yeah, that's our four D. Yeah, AD is basically being an extra on the movie. That's different. A- yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're in. You're in it. You getting a check? 
Right. Yeah. 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 You get. You get. You don't pay for the ticket. The ticket pays, pays you. For you. Yeah. For real. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 But, but what was you? But here's the. So here's the question. Wakanda Forever, Black Adam, Till. Out of these three movies, mm-hmm. what would you give your rating as far as the best? Because of course, there's movie critics. There's movie critics that'll, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and all of that. And, you know, it's not like we have Siskel and Ebert anymore. You know, yeah, I took it all the way back. For those of you that didn't grow up in that time. Yeah, Siskel and Ebert, we don't have them anymore. So we have to relegate ourselves to Rotten Tomatoes for ratings and all kinds of other stuff. And, you know, they're they're rotten and nobody cooked them. But what I'm saying is... But we got to hear from Mike Robb because he's gotcha. been in the industry and he knows what's going down. And well, here's I, a credible source. So what movie out of those three would you say, how would you rank them is the question. Okay, so, man, that's a tough one because you're talking about two comic book movies versus a real-life biography movie. Mm-hmm. So two, two, two different genres. What I would have to say <clears> – <throat> Um, I would have to say number one till at the top, um, because it's a need to know movie. It's not just a story about Emma Till. It's a story about why the the aftermath of Emma Till happened. Why did why did his mother do what he do do what she did? You know what I'm saying? It was yes, she wanted justice for her son. Yes, she she wanted to feel some type of closure. Right. But she was encouraged in and um and and pushed to to fight for others our culture so it wouldn't happen again right. so we can get some type of justice from here on out you know what i'm saying that that's a 15 year 15 year in the movie uh in the making movie right there right you know what i'm saying so i will put that as a storytelling base i will put that at the top Right. And then I will bring in Black Panther and then Black Adam. Mm, now. I will bring the reason why I bring in yeah. CAI. All right, so we You here. know I'm yeah, going. Yeah, here. go ahead. So again, Black uh Black uh let's just say we're kind of ever cuz I'm getting the blacks mixed up. Um <laughs> we're kind of forever. Um the reason why I will drop that to number 2 because it was it's in between. It gives an emotional experience like right. everybody's been saying. I mean, if you you, you know the tribute to, the tribute to uh like Chadwick, Chadwick yeah. is phenomenal. Like I literally I literally shed a tear. Like I did. And I ain't afraid to say it. Um and the surprises in between all of that, for, you know, cuz the movie's still fresh, so I don't want to get none away. But the surprises in between all of that added to the emotion. But it was great storytelling on that behalf because if you didn't understand why Chad and why why uh, T'Challa was who he was, then you will there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You it's one of those you gotta see Black Panther to understand. Yeah, Wakanda. the first one. Right. You have to see it. Um, then once you understand Wakanda, then you get the context of what's going on in Wakanda forever. Exactly. Right. Not only that, um, it it gave us as a culture. Blacks in tech, the technology, the way that Shiri portrayed her role once again was a highly executed way. Um, she she murdered that role, man. It's a woman led film, number one. Yeah. Woman led film. Um, 
the the, the power of of both cultures. The the poly, uh, not, um, the uh, what's, what's the the Mexican culture, but uh, the Mayan Mexican culture and mm-hmm. our culture combined. You know what I'm saying? We're you know our, our cultures, the, the 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 Mayan culture, the Puerto Rican culture, um, just the brown culture, any other culture than white. You were always looked over. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the way Ryan added those those cultures in, man, mm-hmm. is phenomenal. I mean, even their yeah. press junking in Mexico was crazy dope. Yeah. Crazy dope. Yeah. So now now it's like they have their version of T'Challa in Mexico. They, exactly, yeah. because of Mamnior, M- if I'm saying that right, um, or the Serpent God for short. So um, it, it pulls you in. It really mm. pulls you in. This version really pulled me in like I was literally there. Like, yo, I want to buy a ticket of Wakanda like tomorrow. Right, um, right. So I really enjoyed that. That too. Hold on, say that again if you would. I love that the black, um, the scientist in the movie was black as well, a young black woman. Yes. I love that because I wasn't expecting it to be a young black woman. I fully expected to see a right. white man you know, or she, Asian or something. But see, she and see stuff like that because I, I like the way Marvel is going. Like, again, you know, if, if you're a fan of that, that brand and that lifestyle, you, you know, it's amazing how they're pulling other characters out mm-hmm. the comics and really giving them their, their flowers now, you know. Um, Ironheart has been around for a minute. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So this was a good introduction to to bring her into and to know that, hey, Tony Stark's technology, you know, has evolved into other mm-hmm. sectors, yeah. into other worlds where right. it's his technology, but there's other people that studied it and made mm-hmm. it their own technology right. now. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people got confused is that, oh, she sold Tony Stark tech out. No, she didn't steal anything. She just learned She something. learned it to the T and added, you know and, what I'm saying? Just like flavor. we do with the industry. We didn't steal the industry. We're just adding to it. Mm-hmm. So that's all she did was just I add to she it. Was going Denzel. I don't know why I thought she was going Denzel that thing. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't steal the industry. The industry stole it. I right. thought she was going to say that. I'm like, and then there's don't. that. Right. And then Black Adam. Um. You know, a lot of people probably listening right now later would have said, oh, he's going to choose Black Adam first because he's a rock fan. I am a rock fan. But I put Black Adam last because of the simple fact that, number one, that's his own entity. You you can't compare the two, really, as far as story-wise. Now, what I can say is that they embody Black Adam. They did a great origin story um, right off the gate. There were a lot of complications. There were a lot of roadblocks. That's another 15 to 20 year movie in the making. So when he first got in Hollywood, he wanted to do that. Right. So now, um, 10 years later, he he did it. The fact of what they did at the end of that movie makes it even more better mm-hmm. because they're bringing more stories into life. So they already, I mean, and now everybody knows Black Adam and Shazam are going to meet. Like they came from the same wizardry. Mm-hmm. They had the same. I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Is that DC? Black Adam? Yeah, okay. Black Adam. Yeah, okay. Black Adam, um, Shazam, Superman, all that is DC. DC Batman, yeah. all that okay. DC. So, yeah, they're going to bring Shazam and Black Adam together. And there's Be- a new Shazam coming out. And it, exactly. Oh, exactly. So, but if you if you saw Shazam, which you probably should have right now, mm-hmm. and they did it, and they shot it in Philly, um, or at least screen greened it in Philly, or ever how they did it. But um, Desmond Motu, I believe I'm saying this right, but let's just call him Desmond. He was the he's the wizard for okay. that gave Shazam his powers. Or okay, uh yeah. the kid, you know. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, Black Adam and 
Shazam, they come from that that same wizardry okay. realm. I didn't know that story as much. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So know. it's it's a good mesh, and and like I said, the surprise at the end of that Black Adam movie is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. The action was dope. Pierce Brosnan, um, we all know he played villains in the past, but he wasn't really like a villain in this one. He was like a a split. You know, For those he, who don't know that guy, that was Bond, wasn't it? Well, he was uh, yeah. Bond one Pierce time. Brosnan was one of the James Bonds for yep. several years. Mm-hmm. Um, GoldenEye. Yeah, that's it. It's Golden the most Eye. memorable one with uh, Holly Berry. I remember the video game. I, I used to get lit oh, up. Oh, yeah, I on Nintendo 64? GoldenEye. <laughs> My cousins used to light me up in GoldenEye, and I was like, yeah, man, nah. But, um, yeah, they so. They cheated. No, let me go ahead. Black Adam is, is like I said, I, I love the storyline. I think it was, the only thing I didn't like about Black Adam was that Rock had a lot of one-liners. <laughs> Like it wasn't, oh, yeah. it wasn't much dialogue until the point where he was telling his his story about his son. That was the most dialogue he had mm. in that entire movie. Other than that, it was like I'm the man in black. <laughs> I would have, I would have rather him said the the rock said no, you're rolling, shut your mouth, shut your mouth. That would have, that was actually a longer line than what he would have, than what he said. In the I knew before no one. I kneel before no one. Of, um, I don't know how it? that would go in the wrestling ring, but okay. Finally. Vin Diesel movie? But Chronicles or Chronics of the... What's the Vin Diesel movie? Oh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, it made me think of that when you say it's like a lot of one-liners. He yeah. doesn't say nothing. He just be fighting. Yeah, Chronicles <laughs> of no, Riddick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you see in the dark? And that's it. That's <laughs> Can the you feel around and all this stuff? <laughs> like, what? I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Girl, he do be sounding like that, though. It's about family. He took a note from him. <laughs> did, you, did you see that SNL spoof that they did of Fast and the Furious? No, I didn't. Oh my but god. I see it. That's a that's Was a, that recent or no? No, this was years ago when Rock was hosting SNL. I think oh, when, he, I gotta see when he was in like Fast Five or Fast Six or one of them and they did a spoof <laughs> and they had this white guy, um, one of the comedians, like it was like a mix between Fast and Furious and Bambi. And Rock was Bambi. Oh, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, and the white boy was Vin Diesel, but he was Thumper. He was like, I'm always thumping. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a black, some black guy, some black comedian. He was a skunk, but he was Ludacris' character. <laughs> Yo, they wild. And then they, they just kept Vin, Vin Diesel just like, like every time he said that line, he just got deeper. It's like I'm always thumping. I'm always thumping. I'm always thumping. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but other than that, there's some great movies coming out. Before we get into our guests for the day, um, make sure the trailer is out now for Transformers: Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it Beast Wars, but I think it's called Primal uh, uh, Transformers: Primal Beast or something like that. Um, that's coming out next year. Ooh. It's insane. Who, who, I mean, if my you're, man just walked about the car, just yeah. walked in stride. Yes, like. his walk, like, bro, is you part black? Like, cause your your your, your swag <laughs> I think was. The Transformers do be black. Bumblebee was black. Right, Jazz was black. <laughs> they were black, and they ripped them in two. <laughs> he said, "You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me?" Megatron was like, "No, I want two. Snap!" <laughs> so make sure y'all pay attention and get ready for Transformers, man. Um, if you're not, cause I know there's a lot of versions out there, but this one kind of picks up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry, I pulled up you the pulled video. Y'all can't see your yeah. name. But I pulled up the Listen, video. I'm going to find a it's way to a, put that on my page, man. By, by the way, for those who are looking for the clip and really want to see it, it's it's called New Disney Movie SNL. And they got spoofs on Malefic- yeah. Maleficent and <laughs> Cinderella and, you know, oh my uh, God. Bambi. That's got to be one but of the Bambi funniest got all the, But Bambi got all the Fast and Furious style text right. and everything <laughs> oh yeah bambi <laughs> so make sure you tune in for transformers coming soon they also dropped the trailer for guardians of the galaxy man mm. volume three and word to the birdie is this is batista drax last time doing his character man um so i'm he I, needs more roles well he does need more roles he's actually doing gears of war for netflix yeah i heard about that's that. coming out so that's going to be dope um, we got a movie called Troll that's already out now. Um, we got another movie coming I out. Watched that yesterday, Troll. Yeah, I, I'm hearing some great reviews yeah, about that. That was nice. I want to check that out. Um, and if you are, um, what else we got coming out in February is Ant Man Quantum, Quantum Terrium, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, Ant Man is uh is Mackie reprising his role? Mackie's in uh, Ant Man, right? Um, he well, he's kind of in all of Anthony Mackie. He's kind of yeah. in. He may. I don't know. It's, it just depends on the story. This gotcha. is this is the third installment of Ant-Man. So if, you, if you're caught up, you already know what I'm talking about. Um, but then my man, um, what's his name? That's in the new Creed that's coming out. The antagonist. What's his name? Michael B. Jordan? No, not no, Michael. No. The, one he's gonna, okay. <clears throat> the one he's going to fight. Um, <clears throat> he's in Devotion right now, which is out right now. Go see Devotion. Oh, um, John Majors. Majors, yes. Majors is going to be in Ant Man, and he's going to be um. That's big for him too. Yeah. He, what? Made made Majors is really he is yeah. really pushing yeah. pushing the game forward. That that brother right there. People well, people going to be looking. The next generation people going to be looking looking to him like the generation after we talking about because yeah. they're they were looking up to chad they were looking up to michael b oh, they were yeah. looking um, yeah he did the hbo what was the new hbo show they end up canceling it or like wasn't the hbo like um one um um, so um oh my god um uh with um let me see the internet going to jesus marion <laughs> josephine baker um <laughs> you talk about the uh you say hbo oh, um it's Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country with uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Smollett. Yep. Yeah. With Smollett's Journey, sister. Smollett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that, but you got to think about it. That was his catapult. He been climbing. That that was his catapult. If you yeah. notice, every rising actor or every actor actress mm-hmm. that sits in the background for a while, they had that one project that kind of catapults yeah. them to everything else. This yeah. is Jonathan Majors. Yeah. That that was him Jonathan Majors' catapult. Him mm-hmm. and Boyega. Bo- them, John Boyega. Them, them two. Yes. Yeah, they are climbing mm-hmm. really yes. quick, and a lot of people are not talking about them. They weren't talking about them before, but they are definitely the chatter is getting really hot right now yeah. with uh, Boyega and uh, Jonathan Majors. Like, well, especially yeah. Majors. I mean, he's a triple threat round. He got he got Devotion. He's got Creed coming out. Yeah, it's Creed three, and he's also, um, like I said, got the Ant Man thing coming out. He yeah. was so, in Loki too. He was what? He was in Loki. In the Loki oh, the uh, well. the Disney Plus mm-hmm. show. Yeah, yeah. He's been mm-hmm. making his rounds. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all pay attention to those those movies, man. For we got real. some honorable honorable mentions um, after the show, but um, yeah, man. And we just and 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 by the way, 
because this is such a phenomenal episode, we're just going to keep on rolling. And, you know, just right on through the 2 o'clock hour. It seemed to work well last week, yes, and we're going to keep on rolling because it makes for great conversation. It does. Yeah, and because the energy is so rich and... Hi. The, per, the perfume, the perfume is so great up in here. You know, we can't resist. See, see, see I got. Ah, see, look at her. See that? See that? See, she already know. It's time. It's time to bring him in. Why not? Well, listen. I mean, she already wait, been. I got okay, one wait, thing. Wait, wait. Okay. I was just thinking y'all said about transforming. So I'm. I don't know if anybody out there is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Have you heard of like the Kia boys and the Kia girls? And basically, these kids are stealing kids. They're easy to steal. And oh my god! I don't want to hear that. But you no. Know so why? listen. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I've, I've off, never heard of off, this. I'm gonna tell you off air why I didn't want to hear that. But you can tell it right now. But no. So the reason I brought it up is you brought about transformers, and there was this meme, and it was like, imagine being a transformer, and you in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you a Kia. Like, just imagine these kids hop in I, and, and enjoy ride you. And it's I'm like, sure I'm a lot of hide. I'm sure a lot of <laughs> Kia and Hyundai owners would love to have that as a transformer. <laughs> right, right. Let's be You're really, like, really to take honest. My car if you want to. Yeah, let's be really a whole bean and a half about right. that. Yeah, a lot of us, no matter where we live, would have needed that transformer right then and there. Could use a transformer. Yep, could Robots. use it. Transform. A Decepticon at this point. <laughs> Starscream. Isn't that Liam Neeson on that Optimus Prime voice? Or who? That ain't Liam Neeson. That's oh. not Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson? Who is that guy? He only there when somebody getting kidnapped. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I have a special set of skills. Skills that will pay the bills. No, no, that was, I I will find that was the that's the that's the parody version. Skills to pay and the I bills. And I will kill you. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have two beautiful queens in front of me today, man. They are no stranger to the industry, the fashion industry, I presume, man. I had a pleasure of work with them on separate occasions. One during the Pitch Black Fashion Week pandemic, which was a phenomenal sold out event. And um earlier this year was that earlier this year yeah. yes earlier this year for my birthday yes on her birthday hosting her uh, fashion fashion show event um up in the beautiful kennesaw area man because yeah. that's why they call me michael the mike um <laughs> they came down here from the walkie and they are here in town they are permanent sometimes you got to make a move to make a move mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it ain't it ain't all about uh you know uh, what you do is how you do it what I you know, me. we have what I like to call the mother and daughter duo, the sisters, the Stott sisters, Crystal and Chelsea Stotts. Welcome to the studio. What it do? Hey, hey, hey. hey, hello. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? You doing? Yeah, see, mine's different than Wendy's. I got to be a little more sexy, baby. How you doing? She thought she was being sexy. Fine. Look, I'm doing fine. What's wrong, black girl? I gotta. I just see now. I gotta bring my voice down. My sexy voice. How you doing? <laughs> All right now. You sounding like the whisper. All right, song. you know what? You're going you gonna keep on. You're gonna I end up on a late night shift. Be careful. Be right. careful what you're doing. Y'all do might that. just have to hire her on. I can do that. I like late it's night. Go, it's going down with the late night Tony Brown. <laughs> wow, dude, Tony, Tony, Tony Brown. Brown for all my Philadelphia folks. Tony <laughs> Brown. Or, or you, or or you could do like me. Do this, do the slow grind. Then we'll do, we'll do that on occasion. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Welcome to the Sweat Hotel. Well, you know the show I do in February for my birthday is called Lust for Fashion. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that when you say How that? How am I looking at you? I'm going to sip Why my red cup. Like I don't even see my eyes that? in this dark room and in glasses. Well, you it's, don't just, see me. Well, it's just blue. But, you oh, know. Okay. Blue screws. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black Rob on the job, baby. Black Rob is on the job. Oh. That's why he's my co captain. I can't unhear that I'm now. I'm hiring. I'm hiring. She's hiring. Well, all right. She's hiring just, the higher ups. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to turn my, you know what? At this point, I'm going to turn my old mic down and y'all got it. <laughs> and you know that. going to dip out on us. Sisters, thank you so much for coming through to the stew, man. You guys have an amazing event um, yes. coming up called the Total Experience and Maro Muncia? Moda Muñeca. Moda Muñeca. Mm-hmm. I love that. Is that French? It's Spanish. It means fashion doll. Fashion doll. See? You learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Moda Muñeca. Yep. Muñeca. I'm going to have to write that down like mm-hmm. Bart on a board like mm-hmm. several times. Like I got it broken it. down on my Instagram. I'm like, it breaks it down and it sounds it out for you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this amazing event is coming up in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. It is the sixth annual. Six. Not one, not two, but six annual Miracle on the Runway Charity Fashion Show, a night at the Hip Hopera. Yeah, I love yes, the play on yes. that. Mm-hmm. I love the play on that. Once again, thank y'all for coming, man. Thank First you. of all, before we dive into the event, um, it's been a while since we've seen each other. Almost yes. a year. Almost. Almost a, a year. Almost. But again, you guys are great work behind the scenes. You, you build a new projects like this one. Um, how have you guys been, man? What you been up to besides this event? Man. Um, we've been good. We've been good. Um, you know, we try to stay busy within our respective industry and things like that. Of course, we're, I'm working a regular job, but you know, Chelsea, and by the way, I'm Crystal. I'm the mama. Crystal. I'm Chelsea. You can't I'm the mama Crystal. You can't get Crystal. You got to get Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody exactly. call me mama Crystal from back home in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, where we relocated from um it's been a little bit over a year that we've been here in georgia and actually i absolutely love it mm-hmm. um i, I really don't want to go back to visit i mean wow. no qualms <laughs> to my people and some of my favorite people in milwaukee but you know i'm loving where i'm at here in georgia and um just learning to get out in the industry and kind of feel my way around and feel the business and stuff like that. Okay. And um, so no better way to do that than to hit the ground running. So that's what we did in February, did the Lust for Fashion. And yes. thank you so much for coming out and hosting. That Absolutely. Was it was a pleasure. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Could I, I co-host it with your sister, right? Yes, with my mm-hmm. sister. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a good tag team. So, it, you know, that was a beautiful show within itself. Um, for what it was, but we had to keep doing what we doing, and that's how we got where we are with the sixth annual. Um, in Wisconsin, we were doing this for five years, only to be stopped for two years by COVID. Right, yeah, COVID so, messed everybody up, man. Yeah, so we didn't want to just leave that where it was, and we wanted to continue to give because we do give to, you know, um, people less fortunate. You know, we adopt families for the holiday for Christmas. And okay. You know, we let them make a Christmas wish list, and we try our best to literally fulfill that whole list. Fulfill the whole list. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that that's within us. That's a great thing because it was similar to how I raised my kids. So how I raised Chelsea and them. You know, they they probably didn't like it at the time, but right. they respected it. You know, um, I had them when they were young write 
their Christmas wish list. Mm. And from the list, I would purchase gifts on the list, but I would take all the gifts and wrap them. And then they would have to pick one gift to give away. We couldn't know what it was. And they did not know what was in that oh, box. It could have been the one it. you really wanted. Now, <laughs> yeah. to, to all you Gen Zers <laughs> who are listening now or later, you, you got you to gotta take note yeah. from mm-hmm. the ones that came before you. Yeah. Like, it's called a giving season for a reason. Yeah. And b- b- being thankful for what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Basically, I wanted them to be thankful for whatever it is that they did get to open on the holiday, but realize there were people that were less fortunate right. that also may have wanted the same exact gift. And so from that get those gifts, they had to pick one. It didn't matter if they chose a big one, a small one, whatever it is, they never knew what they were giving away. So if they got a PlayStation 4 or 3, and they gave that away. They never knew it. They would have never known because wow. they never know what I actually yes. bought them from mm. the list. I mm. hope she wouldn't have put the PlayStation 4 in the mix, though. <laughs> nah. Some stuff you just got to put aside. <laughs> right. right. But they never asked for one of those anyway. But gotcha. Yeah, I didn't um, but I let them um, give that away for the holidays to make sure somebody else that was in need was taken mm-hmm. care of. And we've been in our position of needing and, you know, things like that for ourselves and being down and out and dang near homeless ourselves. You know, this hasn't always been an easy thing, but it never hurts to give back. Sometimes the little bit that you do have to give back, you never know what that means for someone else. Mm. So Mm -hmm. that's why we took it upon ourselves and, you know, started doing the miracle on the runway. And at home, I promise you, every Every show was sold out. Mm-hmm. Literally, easy venue with 300 or better people. Nice. So, standing room only, no matter what we did with this show. So, we just wanted to bring that to Georgia and help out some families here. So, here we are. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And, 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 and daughter dearest. Hi. Miss Chelsea <laughs> Speaks, number two, because I know another Chelsea. <laughs> Shout out to Chelsea <laughs> Speaks, baby. Um, how, how has this... This, this journey, mm-hmm. you know, not just fashion, but, again, you guys are in the business of just changing people's lives, you mm-hmm. know, giving what you have been given and, yeah. and keeping it in rotation. So as a person, how has it shaped you? How has it, you know, done for you mentally? Like what, what, what advice and, and what um, examples mm-hmm. can you give to other people based on just what you do? So um, just like my mom was saying, like when we were kids, we, like she said, we have a list of, like eight things and you know you gotta give one away and mm. so of course as a kid you kind of have a little attitude like well, i gotta give somebody else my stuff right but um i think i don't know i feel like i i feel like i handled it pretty well growing <laughs> up but i, I just kind of was thinking like i had eight things i gave one away i still have seven and somebody just got one mm. so it's like i might have lost one thing but that one maybe the full christmas for somebody else and so i think that kind of helped we were always kind of raised to be like sharing or giving or things like that so for me it was kind of an easy thing to combine fashion with charity. Right. And um, just like over the years, I know um, my mom and I, we've always done events with Giving Back. This isn't our first one. We used to do a show for lupus to bring awareness to lupus and give back to that because I was actually diagnosed with lupus when I was um, like freshman in high school, right uh, after no. freshman year. You were only like 12, baby. No, that's when I got sick. I did not get diagnosed. Oh, well, yeah. So I, I remember because I started paying, I started paying attention when I was 12. I first got sick. I just, um, all of a sudden couldn't walk, couldn't feel things like just some crazy stuff. Years of tests and all type of things back and forth. And then eventually, 
I actually diagnosed myself through a project in high school. I had no right. clue. I was reading some stuff, and I was like, autoimmune sounds like what I'm going through. And um, ended up finding out, I think the summer after my freshman year of high school, they finally found out it was lupus. So you kind of found diagnosed yourself on a mistake. Mm-hmm. Just working on a science project. I used to hate science. But this was the one time science and my teacher, everything just clicked. I enjoyed it for the yeah. first time, I think, in all of my time in school. And uh, we were working on a project, and I was reading on it, and I'm just like, the things it's saying sounds like what's going on with me, but the doctors can't figure it out. And I remember going home, and I, I hope I still have the project somewhere to say, but I remember going home like, Mom, I think this is what's going on with me. I was like, I don't know exactly which illness, but I know it's autoimmune because all of this lines up. And then I ended up going through some hair loss at one point, and they mm. finally figured out you have lupus. And so we just realized from the research ourselves of dealing with that, um, realizing how much it actually affects the black community, especially black women. Right. But it was something that I don't think I ever heard anybody really talk about. So our way of bringing light to that was through our fashion show, Break the Stereotype, which we were literally breaking the stereotype of what illness looks like. Because for me, most people didn't even think I was sick because I didn't look sick. So they thought we weren't telling the truth or she's fine. She's not as bad as she's saying. Didn't know I was at the hospital almost every week getting mm -hmm. blood tests and things, this and that, back and forth. I missed school at occasions, stuff like that. Um, so for us, that was our first kind of, I think we've always given back, but that was like one of our first like give back events, really. Right. And um, we ended up moving on from that, and that's when we decided to do Miracle on the Runway, to give back in a different way. And um, just for the holidays, it kind of just connected back to growing up. And at some points, we couldn't get everything we wanted for Christmas. At some points, we could. But there are some people that may have never been able to get anything they want. So if we can give back in some way, and to make at least that holiday special for them, and we know from just growing up that one Christmas gift can make your whole year. And Absolutely. so that was just kind of the goal of giving back in some way and doing it that way for us. That's amazing. Yeah. That really is. And, and and I know what you mean about gifts. Like, you know, for the last couple of years, um, I've been doing my best to try to get into Christmas spirit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, one year when I was still back in Philly, you know, I, what took me out of it, and I told my mom this, is just that I found myself – like breaking my neck, buying mm -hmm. everybody I could mm -hmm. possibly could a gift because, you know, at that particular time, um, I had a pretty good year financially. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. And every now and then I probably pay like five people. You know, I, I got my immediate family, but outside of that, I pay like five additional people that I can like get something, one or two, whatever. Mm -hmm. But this time, like I said, I was really going overboard. You know, going <laughs> shopping and mm -hmm. you know before everything was an online thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going into these stores, going shopping. And, you know, getting decorations and all this extra stuff. And I got so burnt out at a young age back then. I was like, this is it. Like, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I, I, no I'm, more. I'm not. And, 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 it, and it pissed me off because I had, you know, I had a couple of ungrateful people. Like, I've never gotten nothing from y'all. Yeah, right. You know? I and here an I am getting that. something for you. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and you just going to throw dirt back in my face? Oh, oh I, I was I was done. Yeah. So literally from then, and that's been over 10 years, you know, my perception of Christmas mm -hmm. is just like, huh, you know, sometimes right. I'm in it, sometimes I'm out it, you know, but I'm, but I, because we got out of the meaning of it. it exactly. It's not about the darn gifts. Right. It's right. not about the money spent. It's mm -hmm. about the time and the mm -hmm. being thankful. It ain't just yeah. past Thanksgiving. Yeah. You still got to be thankful. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. shouldn't even, you know, want to be thankful mm -hmm. around the holidays anyway. 
should right. be thankful 365 24/7. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, those those morals and, and and getting out of the meaning of the birth of Christ, you know what I'm saying? This is right. technically his birthday season. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so all that was just getting lost in the sauce and I got so drained, man. Right. So Right. Um, I'm glad that you both are doing this mm-hmm. um, in a new state, in a new city. Um, and speaking of that, what are some of the challenges that are you that are you facing? You know, because again, you know, when you pick up and move, you feels like oh, you got to start over. And some mm-hmm. things, you, some things yeah. you do, some things you don't. Right. But if you do, what what are some of the challenges that you are facing when you do your projects that you're used to doing back home? that you're doing here like how can people you know help and and make things better for you so doing the things that we're facing you know now that we're somewhere else um that we call home now is trying to build up that support build up that trust and things like that and people and friends you know we build up a team build up a team Mm -hmm. yeah the a bigger family part. too. Yeah, we had a fashion family back home. Really. Yeah, they all called okay. me mama. Like mm-hmm. literally, a yeah. I saw somebody that that shared a post today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mama, Everybody. Mama, girl, Crystal. Yeah. So like, it didn't matter who it was. They could be older, younger. It didn't matter. I was Mama Crystal to everybody. Mm-hmm. So down here, people don't know me as that person and understand why people called me that. Right. Um. Or how I supported everyone else, or was always there, or did what we do. Um, but down here, it's trying to get back to that level. So right now we're, we're looking for the support, the understanding, the knowledge, the family to try and build, um, from here in Georgia, we do have a lot of people coming to be a part of the event. Okay. Um, roughly, I think about 20 models from Wisconsin by itself. Yep. Are set to come down for the show. Solid. Um, I have a team that I made sure I built up in Wisconsin. They consist of uh, one of my, three of my models, um, Trish Malone, which is Dom Diva. That's my girl. She's probably on the page watching. Trish Um, Maloney. She is my promotion, promotion, promotion goddess. Mm. Like when I tell you nobody promotes like this woman, she needs a job in promotion. Like she's really good. So Mm. I took her upon her upon my team and I gave her that part for my team. She's my promotion coach. Then I have Yolanda um, Clark, which is my ace in the hole. She's my etiquette coach. Like this woman confidence is super high. Mm -hmm. She's already beautiful, but I know she's going to take it that extra mile. Anything I tell her, Hey, I need you to relate this to the models, this, that she's going to go ahead and make sure that happens. And she always come prepared and she's always prepared. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to tell her nothing. One of the four P's that um, the late, uh, great Jason David Frank mm-hmm. was mentioned in one of his videos, you got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Got to be prepared. It was prepared. It was profit. It was prep. Um, well, prepared and preparation is pretty much the same mm-hmm. thing, but he was saying preparation. Preparation, um, profit, uh mm. I got to think another two. It's slipping my mind right now. <laughs> that's a good but start, it, but it, Yeah, but it yeah. just made me think. And profit was the last one. Yeah. Um. So that's good because yeah. everybody, you know, since you've been here, you probably can see that everybody's not really prepared. No. They want to do these projects, and they want to rush them. Baby. But they're not. <laughs> they're not when the, I tell and you. And we stress that so much yeah. about 
structure and yeah. preparation. Like yeah. you cannot skip those two things when yeah. you're doing production. And we try to make sure like as we're producing um, that we make sure that the models are prepared. We make sure, you know, Yolanda portrayed lets them know y'all need a model bag. This is what the model bag should consist of. Mm. That means when you come, you should already be prepared with at least two pair of shoes. You need a black pair, a new pair. You need to have leggings, tank top, you know, this, that. And we have literally everything down to a T in our write-ups to give to the models. So nobody should come empty-handed. Even down to the fact if a model don't know how to do her own makeup or we don't have a makeup artist, you have to always have a foundation. Oh, Be prepared. She sound like a female me, bro. <laughs> my, just... Yeah. Oh, trust me. It, it, I'm, I'm coming to it. Yeah. I'm coming to so, it. So um, even with that, and then I have in place um, my girl, Honey, um, from Milwaukee as well. She's in place as, like, my model everything. Mm -hmm. My model, uh, what do I call her? Model... Um, is it prepared? Who no, was she's my. Uh, she was like the outreach, the contact. Yeah. I don't know. She just be ready. Like instead Whatever of whatever question um, you she got, ready. she got an answer. Yeah, <laughs> she, she literally has the answer. So she's like, if I need models to be coached or trained from Wisconsin, I'm gonna put her in place. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need you to train these up the way I want them to be. And then same thing if she's here. If somebody needs that, that's what she's for. Mm. Like she's helping make sure that our hotel has rooms blocked um, mm. for the models with a discount. She's like a uh, yeah, like a liaison. Um, liaisons, role manager, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's the word for it? Um, like a, uh, uh, I I call her my model, my model assistant, so to speak, to the model. Excuse me. <clears throat> but she's in place for that. So I have my girls in place and making sure that everything is going well. They were here for my lingerie show. You know, they made sure she coordinated the dance portion. You know, all my girls were here. I so, want to go to Milwaukee. Right. Mm -hmm, so, look, we trying to bring a lot here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, that's, that's, in other words, I ain't going back. <laughs> She, I've been back like three, four I'm, times. She's been back three or four times in I this love year. Home. I have not been back. Um, if I go back, I'm going back for a check, and that's it. Hey, they gotta pay me to play. Hey, I'm, I'm traveling for a check. Okay, they gotta Look. pay me to come back to the city. Shout out to Lakia. Right, and <laughs> and the reason I say that is because we have done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in the fashion industry in Milwaukee alone. Mm -hmm. Not to say I've trained models between Milwaukee, Madison, um, just you trained uh, up here years ago. Before I've trained in Georgia mm -hmm. at one point. I've trained in Indiana. You know, I've been across the plate, the border. When I went to Paris, she even critiqued some models. Yeah, I was critiquing models in Paris. Don't play with me. Yeah. This is what I do. We I ain't do doing this. No, 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 no. You have to do this. <laughs> do this, Francois. <laughs> right. You know, so um, I make sure I have people in place that I trust to be able to bring my vision to light as well as make sure it's their vision. Absolutely. Because if you don't put somebody in place on your team that is willing to, um, how can I say, if they're not in place to have the same vision or, or believe in your vision, mm -hmm. then it's not going to go very far. Mm -hmm. I take it. Birds a of point, a feather. Really, I take it a point to if I'm working a job, I'm going to work that job as if I'm the CEO, mm -hmm. even if I'm not. 
even if it's just for my paycheck or whatever the recognition may be, I'm going to make it seem like it's mine. Because it's a and, passion behind it. And that's mm-hmm. a passion behind it. So when I'm doing my shows, I have a passion, and I want people up under me that has that same passion. Absolutely. So that's what we're doing. We're bringing models here. We have uh, models coming from Texas, Alabama, uh, Tennessee, South Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina, Milwaukee, Illinois. Yeah. Well, I say Wisconsin. We got all over Wisconsin. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm a, like I said, I'm a, I'm a tap into it deeply before we end the show, but, um, man, I wish I would have known that just a few weeks ago because, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we have our production coming around next Mm -hmm. year called ATL Curve Weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's a three day event and this will be the third annual and it's dedicated to the full figure plus size community. Um, nothing but plus size women and not for nothing. We, we have the door open for Mm -hmm. husky men big and tall men but we don't get a lot of response uh or we don't get the heavy response from that for the men like we do for the women Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's because the industry doesn't sell to them properly exactly correct Mm -hmm. so luckily um, people like rihanna are bringing out plus size models and stuff it's getting there but the industry hasn't really marketed to them yes so we're the only one here in the land in the georgia region in georgia period that are doing this on that level for that for that for that type of model for that mm-hmm. type of industry we're making it known we're bringing awareness mm-hmm. you know not right. to say it's nothing wrong with it you know right. not that type of awareness but to pretty much say like hey these plus size mm-hmm. and big big men are here yeah they matter too right. their designs matter too they got to wear clothes too mm-hmm. and that's so, what i always look for like really we try to with our shows we try to bring more men in we want the bigger the husky men I like me a big man. It's period. It's what it is. Um, and it, and if he smell good, come on now. Um, but that's the what we, <laughs> we, we want to bring that in as well. Um, and let the men know that when you go in these stores, there's somebody most of the time on a picture in that garment yes. that kind of makes you want that. Those are the same men we want to put on the runway that feel that way, that I can put this on. I can be confident because there'd be some fly guys out here. Yeah. I want them on the runway. Mm-hmm. I want that same attitude that, you know, I'm going to get from them if they in the club trying to shout, trying to get a holler, trying to pick up somebody. I need that same confidence on my runway. And I, I do the same thing across the board. So when I train models, because I train as well, been doing that since 2009, I train from ages three all the way to whatever age is confident enough to get up there. And I, tr- I work with men, women, kids. It doesn't matter to me um, because I feel like everyone has that confidence that need mm-hmm. is, needs to just be brought to the surface sometime. Gotcha. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, speaking of roles, um, Rob, we still good on time, baby? All right, let's keep it going. A little bit after the hour, ladies and gentlemen, right at the, let's say, roughly about 2.05, we're going to open up the lines for Q&A, man. So if you definitely listen now, you want to tap in your phone, you want to log in that number, 678. 404-1026, 404-1026, man. 205, we go phone lines live. Um, but before we get to that, um, y'all roles. Y'all, y'all wear several roles. Model, coach, co-producer, designer, co-producer. And model. And, yeah, model. Oh, you model as well. I can a little bit. 
Okay. <laughs> you're wearing a, you're wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What comes first in your line of work? What's more important to you, and what's the least important to you? Well, what you always got to put God first. Period. Mm. So that's what comes first with everything. Right. Um, for me, being a designer is probably the number one. But just, I guess, fashion in general. Always, even when I was younger, I always said if I wasn't a designer. I would still be connected to fashion. I um, did journalism for a while, so fashion journalist. I've been interested in mm-hmm. photography, but I think just as long as I find a way to connect fashion. But I actually even wanted to be a lawyer at one point. Like, dun, dun. yeah, for me, I don't know. Um, just those are some of the things that i kind of passionate about, but I've been able to, I think, kind of connect those different passions into one with doing fashion because even though I design clothes, I feel like I can touch different areas from this space. Um, even as a designer, I've produced events. I produce photo shoots, and um, even with those photo shoots, those are kind of things that um, are outreach um, programs and stuff like that in a sense. And so I guess above fashion is just giving back in some way is the number one, which I think that's right next to God, though. Um, But, yeah, so for me, fashion comes first um, as a designer. And then um, production, and then modeling is something I've enjoyed just because my mom's been a coach for – most of my life okay so watching her train models it was easy for me and my sister um she's more a tomboy but both of us can put on heels and probably outwalk a lot of the models that we work with no shade to the models Ooh. but we just got it in us <laughs> and that's not just, it's just we have it in us hey no we listen have that confidence no it's in shade us. i was gonna it's say shade. No, please no. just stand on that because but, hey it's just no problem with a little I shade mean, man oh, no. because, yeah, because you're gonna make people step it up that's right no and that's the thing it's not shade it's just to me it's always my mom has always kind of made it with coaching in a sense she has you it's about you but it's about what you bring and um being the best you possible and sometimes that means a little bit of a challenge and so for us, we've been taught, you know, having that confidence against all odds, against the challenges. So I feel like that's just naturally in us. So when it comes to walking, as long as I can walk in a pair of heels, I'll walk, I'll walk anybody because of the confidence that I have in me to do it. Um, Yeah, you you, you, all, you, you could have been a lawyer. So Just hearing her. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to understand, sometimes I zone out when I'm listening to people, and I zone out for a reason because I listen in between the words. Mm-hmm. Like she, yeah. like if she was, a, you know, especially a litigated lawyer, your, your closing argument Period. Yeah, that, was your closing, that was your closing <laughs> argument. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, I actually have a question back here. So mm-hmm. sure. when it comes to the challenge of learning modeling, right, mm-hmm. what was your most challenging moment of the journey of this modeling career? Modeling career? When I say the, I'm, I, I, the reason why I'm tagging along to modeling is because mama was coach. So mama was tougher on you than probably <laughs> everybody else. She was tough on everybody, but she was tougher on you because mm-hmm. you her baby. So yeah. how much more challenging was it? What was the toughest moment for you? And how did you overcome that? Because there are a lot of there's a lot of young ladies out here who do have you know, moms mm-hmm. as model coaches as well. Mm-hmm. And they're going through the same exact thing. And they, they're at a point where they're just not understanding it right now. Why? So mm-hmm. talk about that for a moment. Um, 
I guess for me with the coaching, we I don't think I've ever really just been through straight up coaching like the other models have. I've always been on the production side or designer side. So if I did walk in a show, there haven't been many shows that I've walked in that I wasn't also a designer or a producer in. Okay. Um. So for me, the training I got was just watching and just being around, just watching her walk around. Like to me, the coaching started before she was a model coach. It was seeing her go out to the club or to friends or something, <laughs> and she putting her shoes on and walking and strutting around the house. So uh, my coaching just came from just being her child. But um. So her coaching, in a sense, is just kind of her parenting. It's just her version mm-hmm. of parenting, Literally. but it's just another way of her gotcha. to be that figure. But f- the toughest part for me was the confidence um because you can put out the confidence sometimes what you put out isn't always fully what you're feeling um Mm. so for me the walking and the fashion shows was a way to build the confidence that i needed to build within myself um by doing fashion shows and stuff i was able to kind of build it from there from the outside and bring it back in Mm. um but i don't know i know there's like kind of maybe the idea people would probably think oh almost like a how kids are in pageants and they got the parent coach my mom was never like the crazy model coach mom or nothing like that Mm -hmm. um the challenge i think was just people looking and knowing i'm her daughter and being like well can she walk is you know if she's really a coach her kids should be able to do this or this this and that and Mm -hmm. so that was a challenge just living up to mama's crystal mama stops um but i think we've been able to do that i don't know that's why i'm like it's just to me it's the confidence i don't know when i walk out in my head i'm just like nobody's better right and mm. that's that on that and um even if there's people that Nobody. can still have a better walk in you know in sense but i know that i feel like what i bring when i walk Doesn't is what out does and it's the confidence yeah, that was a <laughs> mic dropper six seven eight four zero four one zero two six. This is the stuff that we actually tell our models. So I speak it because I feel like if you're going to teach somebody, you have to be able to live it. And I t- we tell our models this: you walk out there. To me, I've never really coached, but I've had to be in a position to kind of help. And my thing is just walk out there like your stuff don't stink and nobody got nothing on you. And I feel like if you walk out with that confidence, even if you trip, who gonna say something? You just pick right. it back up and keep going. So I don't know. It's just really? always been there for me, if and you, I kind of apply it as a fashion. Fall, they ain't laughing. They ready to help you. Right. Like, uh-uh, she mean business. Uh-uh, or like no, she no, no, said, no, no, no. you play it off, you roll yeah. into it. She didn't have I some t- experiences. I, tell, I tell models all the time, I don't care what happens. If you fall, you better fall gracefully, look like you meant it, or at least lay in that pose like you meant it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until I thought she was going to cuss. I was like, oh, no. Wait, I was thinking that too. I was like, no. I don't know if you can cuss, because she likes to cuss. <laughs> I do yeah, like to cuss, yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I heard what good. you said. Trust me. But, well, I, <laughs> nobody loves to cuss more than me. Well, <laughs> it it, it takes me a lot of censorship on here, ma'am, I, I sir. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't uh, argue with that. But uh, six seven eight four zero four one zero two six. We unleashing the lines if you want to call it and talk. Call in. But I but I got one more question for Mama now. So <laughs> What's now, out of all of the productions that you have done over the years, mm-hmm. which is the one that stood out most to you? That to a point where. After after the show, you drive home, you get there, you take it all in. It's over, right? Mm-hmm. You take it all in. And it's like, man, I keep on talking about this show, this show, this show, to where you feel so good about it that it almost 
makes you shed a tear because of the <laughs> you know the <laughs> level of work that you put in and the models did everything crisp and to the point but you had also a further journey as as to getting to that point and the mm-hmm. accomplishment of it all i know it's a loaded question but i need people <laughs> to understand my context so really the basis of this question is what has been the most touching moment out of anyone anyone of your productions where the models were just so on point they're like that's my babies you know what i'm saying <laughs> talk about that sure sure so with me literally um all my shows are my babies because this is my passion <laughs> but i mean no but i have some more I know. um all my shows are my babies because this is my passion like literally i've been the one show that actually stands out was the last lupus show that I did. We were wow. in Milwaukee and we did it at the Grand Avenue Mall. And they mm-hmm. have this rotunda stairwell. Oh, and wow. so we we were the only ones to do a show in that rotunda. And so it's like they have four flights of stairs that come up in a circle angle. Mm-hmm. So the way the venue was set up and the models had to walk in a circle. So the way I had the guests, they sat in this big circle around right? and the models walked around and um, everything had to be choreographed to a T down mm-hmm. to the, as they walked to the next stop and they had to stop and pose and everybody had to be on point and on time. Mm-hmm. Um, literally doing, during the training and rehearsals, um, <laughs> I had models running because that's one of my big things is making sure they get changed and have the speed and the breath and still and the come stamina out and the stamina and come out mm. on that runway looking like nothing was different backstage. Right. So literally I would have the models um, training and they would walk up and down the runway. And then before they could line back up, they had to run sprint a hallway, a long hallway down and back up and line back up and be ready to mm-hmm. walk when they and whatever hit. your spot was and, and whatever wow. your spot was don't be out of place still be behind or in front of who mm-hmm. you were behind or in front of and then put your shoes back on be done took them off put them back on and in line and ready to go mm-hmm. wow um, Sheesh. during during the Sheesh. training um it got to a point where a lot of the models um, we're just talking and chit chattering. It was so much going on and I'm trying to get it down to them, like pay attention because this is important. Mm-hmm. I understand you want to laugh, you want to talk and you may see a friend, you know, or you're making new friends or you want to discuss the way this training is going and mm. you ain't, you've never had anybody train you to this extent, but at the same time, <clears throat> excuse me, be prepared and listening to what's coming next. Cause I don't want to have to repeat myself. Because the day of the show, nothing is being repeated. Nothing is being repeated. (laughs) And so it's like, at that point, the models weren't listening. They were so much chit-chatter. I'm on the upstairs trying to yell down to the downstairs. Nobody's hearing. I got to the point I started crying. trying to do the other part for it. Wow. So I'm down. I'm upstairs crying. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh. And everybody's looking. And I'm like trying to yell. My voice is going out. And the models look and I start crying and I'm like, I need y'all to understand this is my passion. Mm. And when y'all here working with me, that means I'm putting everything that I am into you. 
and I need you to put everything that I put into you on this floor. Mm-hmm. I can hear I can hear exactly that you saying that in yeah. a tone where you you had to raise your voice at that point. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. actually hearing you're saying it calm, but yes. I'm hearing it mm-hmm. in the heat. I'm hearing it as in the heat of the moment, like yes. look. It's you the know, heat of the moment. That's when she yes. turned into mama. And that's when the mama part comes out because, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, I'm giving you tools. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm teaching you. It's time to respect Most of it. them, I haven't asked you to pay me a dime. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching you something, and you're going to be able to walk away, walk away with this and use it for the next person show and the next person, mm-hmm. next person. But right. I need you to be able to execute it for this one the best you can now, because I gave it to you. Now I have a now I have a, a question. I just want to put in and the show did go great. They listened and those girls were on and those guys that were on show point. was on point. Like people stood up. We <laughs> had a, a live band. It mm-hmm. was amazing. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, it yeah, was. I gotta go to Milwaukee. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you don't look. We here now. We can brought Milwaukee to you. Period. I know, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I like to travel. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Like you know, it's a great community. Yeah, that's what it I'm is. saying. Like, cause like I said, we've been in this business for a while, so it's just mm-hmm. like I always wanted to really take time, you know, to see what other regions, mm-hmm. how, you know, how their, their vision, yeah, their vision, their mm-hmm. fashion community is like. Well, because that's fine. it's it's it's, yeah, you know, it, it's it's I know it's more than than L.A. and New York. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I know it's more than that. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. Um. My my good buddy Caven. Um. You know he is from. Oh Lord, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he is from Indy, Indy, uh, Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. No, Kansas. I'm sorry. He's from Kansas. <laughs> That's different. Ooh, I was way off. <laughs> yeah. 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 Samsonite. You were Samsonite. You were way off. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> um. Yeah. He's from Kansas. So, um. You know he was. dominating out there and i didn't know Mm -hmm. and that's how we met um you know through social media Mm -hmm. because i was you know i would follow his his work and Mm -hmm. he was dominating out there i didn't know kansas had a market like that so Mm -hmm. places like that you know always actually want to go there and see you know is is it is it diverse is it more Mm -hmm. you know black versus white or more puerto rican versus mexicans like depending on where the region is like How does that fashion, how do they do fashion? How do they do shoots? How do they do shows? Right. You know, what mm-hmm. is their training and structure like? Because, yeah. again, it's all the it's all one industry, but mm-hmm. everybody try to, you know, changes the game and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. The yeah. rules are going to be the same all across the board. I think right. I've, uh, from doing shows and traveling, we always kind of talk about, mm-hmm. for me, I've, I've been able to show now at um, Midwest Fashion Week in Indiana. I've been able to go to Paris, New York, mm-hmm. L.A., um, a few different places. And so I was actually saying to my mom, we always talk about it. For the most part, I feel like we have some of the best models in Wisconsin. Mm. And I think partially to, I mean, a, a large part to her training and just the community. I feel like we kind of tried to extend and build out there. But um, outside of, I think Atlanta is one of, to me, has been some of the best group of models I've worked with outside of from being at home. And um, or in Chicago, I think the Midwest just does it different. But my mom and I were just we were talking about just how the differences and um, it's actually crazy. When I came here, my mom did coaching for something years ago. We were supposed to do an event, ended up not happening, but she came and coached. Right. And so the models, you know, everybody had their own way of doing things. They had a certain way they turned this and that. And a lot of models weren't really trying to give her any proper the respect. I think because it was kind of like you're doing things different. That's not how we do it. We don't hear. We don't want to hear what you have to say, kind of thing. 
Um, but wow. it was funny because I went to New York for Fashion Week, and we get there, and one of the main models that was kind of nose turned up is now in line to be picked to walk. And they're hoping because they met me that that would mean something. And it's huh. like, but when I met you, you de- you trashed everything we were trying to yeah. teach you because uh-huh. it was different. Instead of telling us this is what we do here and this is what works for us or just being open to hearing something different. And it was crazy just to see, like, you're now needing me. But when I needed your support, it wasn't there. Right. Um. So I think I think <clears throat> just seeing that was very interesting. I think that's something you just kind of learn from going different places. You just get um, a different vibe everywhere. And then just depending, everybody has almost a close-knit family or a clique, no matter where you go. And um, so I think that's when we talked about just differences coming into um, being here versus home, trying to fit into figuring out who to work with and getting around the cliques and things like that, which I think you run into that anywhere. Um, But it was just, that was interesting for us to kind of deal with that. And then seeing it now, it's like, I get it. We were coming in disrupting what they had been knowing, what they were doing, but they didn't realize who we were. And what we had done and what we knew. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think yeah. that was that was interesting that was. for us. But I noticed, though, like you were saying about just traveling and seeing stuff in different places. I went to Paris. The models were cool. They had nothing on the people that I worked with, though. No. Like, just, no. I've been to L.A. We had some great models. But I just look back at home and I'm like, I don't know, man. The girls at home, outside of being here, the models yeah. at home. Like, are we, for real, when you're ready to go go up there and visit, you know, I may go with you or something. He's like, we might <laughs> go back. Um, <laughs> if we doing it as a team or something like that. Oh, right, right. I don't want to just be going to Google. But <laughs> here I am. I'm like, I'll let you know when I'm there. Yeah. Right. But, you know, that is something, you know, of course, I'll put you in touch with the right people, some of the good people that I figure would be good for you mm-hmm. to work with up there. Um, but it, we do, we have some of the best models, some of the best walkers, they will listen, they understand, Mm -hmm. and they're going to take it to that level that you need them to, as long as you put your foot down and let them know this ain't, this isn't a game. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you have some people that produce shows, um, that we've seen there and we get people calling us on the phone or contacting us saying, mama, I went to this model call. It ain't nothing like y'all. (laughs) <laughs> or we've had people come and audition for us when we were there, and it didn't matter the race. And they let us know, this is one of the most professional model calls I've mm-hmm. ever been to. This is the most structured, or mm-hmm. even down to the show date. We have hair. We have makeup. All the models really have to do is tip the mm-hmm. hair and makeup artists. These mm. artists don't necessarily um, choose to be paid except for their tips and there I don't think there's anything wrong with the model paying hair and makeup tipping them 10 or 20 dollars because if you go and pay to get this same thing done your face gonna cost you about 150 and your hair gonna be more than that depending on what cap you wear right (laughs) (laughs) but we we usually new era right we usually have a structured look Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, these are the three looks that the models can get as far as face. This is the three hairstyles. Right. Don't go above this. Don't go beyond that. We're going to stay in this realm. And that way, everybody is cohesive across the board when it comes mm-hmm. to hair and makeup. Nobody feels that their makeup is better than the next or their hair is this and that because this is a structure. Mm-hmm. And so we go across the board, but we've paid for everything. We make sure there's food backstage. We make sure everything mm-hmm. is to a T for the models 
where all they got to do. The models, the designer, everybody. Everybody, everybody. the designers, everything. All they have to do, show up and show out. Mm -hmm. That's Show up prepared and you'll be good. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) So I got a couple, I got two or three points I want to attack before we close out for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes down to the, Mm -hmm. in your experience, when it comes down to the the plus size and full figure community in this industry, um, where do you think that the the most struggle is in getting the notoriety of that fashion community? Like what would Mm -hmm. be, what is that? What is, I mean, is, is it the models? Is it, the is it the promotion is it you know what sector what point is holding that community back because in my opinion they they've been here yeah. you got you mm-hmm. guys been here you yeah. know what i'm saying plus size women big men you we always been here yeah you know what i mean and it shouldn't and it shouldn't be categorized but it, it shouldn't is be. it should yeah. be all one but what do you what do you think is the 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 plus and downside to that being recognized automatically um one of the the biggest um setbacks that we have is because a a lot of the people don't want to necessarily pay for training okay okay so when you're not paying for training you don't seem as passionate in what you're doing so you don't have the support to come out and be there for you so if you don't have that support Therefore, then down lies your um, confidence in what you're doing, which means you're not going to promote it the same. Then you have a lot of people that feel that after they've done one one fashion show or one photo shoot, oh my God, I'm a supermodel. I should be getting a paycheck. Shoot! Don't, don't we talk Hold about on. that all Hold the on. time? Hold on. Please do me one favor and please rewind that statement <laughs> one more time Jesus. please Michael say it for the people in the people, back boy. and right. all across the state and county lines please tell them again yes once they do one show one photo shoot they feel like they're a supermodel and they should get paid a check for it and it could Superstar. be it could be any size model but i see it a lot as well with the curvy industry mm. And it's like, oh, my God, Mama, I made it. And no, you haven't. You still have work to do. You still have things you need to do out there. Palms of a bagger. They still have a lot of work they need to put into it. I've been working in this industry, like I said, since 2009. Mm. I still, I've really, I, I've gotten paid for it, but not to the standard of what they think they finna get. They think they finna be the next Tyra Banks, you know, whoever, Je- or what's her name, the plus size, Giselle? Uh, to to Bree Majors. To Bree, and it's another mm-hmm. one too that I'm thinking of. That's another one. Girl. Yeah, Don't yeah. Ask me on but the spot. they think that <laughs> they're going to be at that next level just because you audition or walk in one mm-hmm. show. You have work to do, and that's mm-hmm. one of the major reasons that like we're here and you know speaking because we want to get it out there. We tell the models, just share this flyer twice a week. That's the part I hate. Like, Ooh. if you are in a production, oh, but you were, man, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that burns me up. I just but you'll sit up there and say all day, I'm going to meet Mill. I'm going to Drake. You'll share that promo mm-hmm. concert flyer continuously. But you're in a production. And you don't want to share it. You don't want to put it out there. 
we we don't make it mandatory to even sell tickets to the show. But if you can get two people to come out and support you, who does not want mm-hmm. support in the audience? Who doesn't mm-hmm. want somebody in the audience clapping for them and giving them that to build their energy? You'll get people that won't share, won't say nothing at all, and then the day of the show they want to share the flyer. Are you right. playing like with me? Right. <laughs> but that's why we we and needed we to also get out. add pay through even with ticket sales we pay yeah. our models a portion of their ticket sales even though this yeah. being a charity event we're still giving back to our team yeah we're in some way so we like you know just share help the out. flyers you <laughs> sell two tickets and you get money back from selling two tickets even though this is a charity and we're giving to somebody else we still want to feed into your pockets because we want to fill those seats we've even did a black friday we want to feed into their pockets because we believe in them and they still didn't really push the tickets with a cyber sale. And it's like, y'all got a whole discount, but the ticket sales are coming in now. They're flowing in, and it's just like, all that, I had to yell at y'all to do that. Crazy, 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 crazy. I get wait, it. Wait, wait, I um, ain't done. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Right. So, um, very, very, very great valid point, man. Um, before we close out, I want to uh, just want to, Go over your production again um, mm-hmm. so people can get the message and get in these seats. It is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks. December 18th. December 18th. That is a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. God's day. Mm-hmm. God did. <laughs> we giving back on God's day. Okay. Yeah. Make sure y'all get to this show. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you don't have nothing to do, now you got something to do. If you got something to do, you can still donate. You can still donate. Right. You can definitely <laughs> still donate. Please tell them, show, uh, uh, express to them where they can purchase the tickets, where they sure. can get involved. You have sponsorship <coughs> opportunities right now yeah. for the um, for the purpose filled outreach empowerment teens inspiring creative, mm-hmm. aka poetics. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Poetic is actually a friend of mine's Nikki Williams here in Georgia. She's actually a native of Wisconsin as well. Shout out to Nikki. She actually has a really good program that she does um, working with teens. So with her, um, Grace, she is a partner with me on this here show. So um, she help set us help us set up everything she went looking at venues for us and things like that okay so we're working with her as well within her nonprofit teens um program and making sure that the word gets out we adopted uh three families this year for this event um we let them make a wish list we're purchasing the things on the wish list um we just want people to be aware of that when you're purchasing tickets for the show you come to be there you donate you be a sponsor all proceeds are going to um making sure that this is benefiting these families things like that this is the first time ever that we've actually ever asked for sponsorship Mm -hmm. and put it out there and that's simply because of course we're not home usually all of our funds come from just the attendance and our support at home right but we wanted it's because to, we don't know how to ask for help we don't we don't know we're how to so ask used to help. figuring out and on it's, our and, own and, it's and okay. sometimes you got to yeah. step out and yeah, ask for support and so it's pushing out, us out our comfort zone to yeah. say you know what we want to build a team we want some more support and we're going to yeah. ask for it that's really what it is so so <laughs> with that we did put we do have the sponsorship packets out there if people um 
wanted to, you know, sponsor, they can. Um, Chelsea will be able to give you the information for the sites. Um, but I did, before we do that, I do want to shout out um, the few sponsors that we did get thus okay. far. So our number one sponsor was uh, Ben Rebel and Yolanda Jeanette. He Ben Rebel is over Mind Code Music, and I believe he's in Jersey. He made a donation, and Yolanda Jeanette is his artist. She's called Yolo the Model. She's an international model. She started with me in Wisconsin as well. Okay. So um, she is going to be at the venue at the event. And actually, my models, because I will be doing a brand for the show. Yay, Mama Crystal. Um, and she actually is, um, we're walking to her song, I Call Me Beautiful. Okay. Um, then we have Blessed by Design. Her name is Kamisha Taylor in Wisconsin. Um, Ava Boutique, which is Ava Morrison in Wisconsin. Odessa School of Fashion, Miss Lynn Dixon in Wisconsin. Andre Carter. Carter Creations Academy in Wisconsin. Carter's Christian Academy. Carter's she can't Christian read her Aca- Academy. Yep, I can't <laughs> read. Carter's Christian Academy. Don't hold it to me. And then we have Michael's Eye Photography coming in from Florida to do photos. And I believe Ben Rebel is doing photos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are our main sponsors from that end as far as monetarily. And then Chelsea has a couple other sponsors. Yes, yeah, so we also have um, our glam teams, you know, all of that are all sponsoring their time to be a part of it. I'm just going to read through their names really quickly. We have Fancy Faces by Jalisa Mad- uh, Madden, WB The Brand by Juanita. We have Beauty Obsessed by Mercedes, Shears Hair Artistry by Sharon, Arewise Touch by Tomi. Um, we also have our designers. Deshaja, Get Captured, Sokana Rose, as well as myself, Moda Munyeka, and the Total Experience. Um, we have some performers, Torah Music, Ray Sunshine. So we have a lot. And then all of our models, I can't read all the models off because right. it's like yeah. 60 of them. Oh, And, and then our host as well, Lee Van yes. Roundtree, I'm back home in Wisconsin. And also Miss Bling, Confident Miss Bling, um, TV and media personality. You may have seen her on TLC's Family by the Ton. Yep. So we um, have a lot Patrice. of great people apart. And I think we want to make sure that everybody's that's giving their, donating their time, if it's not monetarily, is still a sponsor because we can't do a production without the people behind the scenes as well. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that is amazing. Um, again, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys can. If, 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 you, if you can't attend which we would like you to attend because I think it'll be a great production. Mm-hmm. I've been a part of their great productions before. Um, make sure uh, you can donate. Mm-hmm. And where would they, w- what link or website mm-hmm. they can donate to? So you can go on Eventbrite, and that's Bright, B-R-I-T-E. Um, you can just simply go to motr2022.eventbrite.com. Or if you go on Eventbrite, type in MOTR2022, you'll find us. And you can get your tickets from there. You can also leave a donation. And our email is linked there as well if you want to email for any sponsorship, etc. And we do take donations and sponsorship by um, Cash App, PayPal, things like that. If that's something you're interested in, just email us. You can email us. Or, um, of course, I'm on Facebook just by my first and last name as well as on Instagram, just Crystal Stotts. And then 
uh moda is on there mm-hmm. and just well. honestly go to the email <laughs> email me do not write me but, yes. email <laughs> but if you want to be a sponsor email me and i will send you out a sponsorship yep. letter and we are a non-profit for this so you do get to write this off as a tax write-off mm-hmm. we love that because it's around the corner man mm-hmm. yeah I know. <laughs> it is like, literally and if you don't corner. know how to give back on your own you can give back through us there All it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And make sure, again, it is Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, December 18th, where the venue Marietta, that is 855 Church Street in Marietta, Georgia, 3060 on the zip code, the Miracle on the Runway, the Hip Hopper mm-hmm. is what it's called. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, they need to add that to the Rock the Bells cruise that's coming up next year. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. I saw Look, that. I kind of yeah. want to go. Look, call <laughs> exactly. Call oh, and we will have a singer that's here from, Tora she's Mu- from Wisconsin, yep, but she her. lives in here, but lives here. But Tora Music, she's doing opera for us. Mm-hmm. Some mm. y'all don't want to miss. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, our, one of our other performers, Ray Sunshine, she's from here. She's like a 15-year-old yeah artists and she has 15. her own studio if you if like you, a big deal if you remember she performed age. at the uh at an event that we covered uh down there in uh morrow georgia mm-hmm. uh that weekend um for a nonprofit organization ray mm-hmm. sunshine was one of the performers after they were teaching them how to do you know, you know, model walk. Oh, and all that. you remember yeah. that event? Yeah, that was. I didn't want to give free promotion, but do you yeah. remember we went out there? Uh-huh. Yeah, Ray Sunshine was yeah. one of the performers. She's she's actually phenomenal, and mm-hmm. the kids just love her. Yeah, one like, two six will pull up, man. We 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 yeah. do events, live events, yeah. mm-hmm. and Y'all kids need. are welcome to the show. Kids are Absolutely. welcome. That's amazing. Um, wow. Ladies, yes. thank y'all so much so for sharing. I thank you. Thank I you. I thank you, Mike Rob. You've really been solid since I moved here um, mm-hmm. and just meeting you. So everything you say you're going to do, you step up to the plate and you do. And I appreciate that. And, um, hey. Right. Speaking on trying to build up a team. If <laughs> it's up and it's stuck, you glued to this. Oh, wow. She just watered and gave them thank flowers. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and it's raining outside, too. Like, come yeah. on, man. Something yeah. I learned that Georgia will do is rain. Right. <laughs> they don't have traffic the most, and it's going to rain. At the weirdest times at that, too. <laughs> yeah. No, but I but I really, I, I, I thank you for, for, for that. Um, You know, you know me. I just, yeah. if I could do it, I could do it. You know Dang. what I mean? I love what I do. It's the industry of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a passion, you know. I got you. Exactly. You got to have a passion. This is an emotional industry. A lot of people don't Baby. understand that the entertainment industry is an emotional industry. Very. So mm-hmm. if you ain't got that wrapped in t- intact, then then you can you can step back. Yeah. <laughs> For real. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but before we close out, real quick, man, yeah. we are one. <laughs> yeah. We the ones. One week away. Yeah. As of today. Yeah. Black Rob, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going down and all that. Some some folks need reminders that she just gave. That's why I was sitting here like, "Mm mm-hmm, continue. Yeah. (laughs) Because. (laughs) December 10th, 3 to 6, next week. Yep. It is the first casting for ATL Curve 2023 Curveillance Fashion Show. Yeah. We got people flying in. We yep. got people driving it. Yeah. We got the mega bus loaded oh up. Oh, my God. 
We got the Greyhound making that sound. Oh, my gosh. And they getting no. off right downtown. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want to do that. They walk on the driving. And they striving and thriving to this that castle call, baby. in the background, he rapping. Right. I'm, I, prom- I promise you, if you do if you do Mega Buzz or Greyhound, it ain't nothing really thing but a chicken it. wing. Chicken wing, chicken wing. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> chicken wing better be prepared if they coming on Greyhound or Mega Buzz because hey, it's going to have got a long ride back. Barbecue sauce. On that thing, <laughs> barbecue, chicken. barbecue chicken. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are seven days away, one week away from the casting call right there at 135 Nassau Street. None other than the world famous, and not literally mean world famous, yeah, LS Acting Studios on the second floor. We want to say once again thank you to Louis Stanchel and our girl Monique. Mo Diva, yeah, for providing us once again mm-hmm. that amazing acting studio where literally dreams are being made, man. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you were here, if you were there for it this year, earlier yeah. this year, you we saw you, we had so we had a lot of first timers, yes, uh, hit that runway and they yes. really didn't think they had it in them. And you know, when Mike gave them that yes, it's it was it had to be the most emotional scene. And I feel like we're going to have that again. However, however, there is a however. There is. Because there needs to be proper preparation. Proper preparation. Talk to him. I'm telling y'all now, and I'm reminding y'all, you will not. I repeat. He's saying it like Mari. You will not. You will not be casted. You will not even be looked at. If you are not prepared. And what about what do I mean by that? Which I shouldn't have to say, but it's the industry, right? Yeah. If you do not have a comp card, if you do not have a portfolio, if you are not in model casting attire, you will not be seen. I had to make sure y'all heard that. For my designers, if you do not have a lookbook, if you do not at least have a website or EPK, you will not be seen. I'm so sick of tired, sick and tired of getting picture clips and screenshots. Oh, I'm a designer. Here's my work. Really? <laughs> I've been doing this X amount of years. Here's my work. And you ain't got that? <laughs> For my makeup artists, same thing. If you do not have a lookbook or an EPK, I, I, had, I got a model right now that said, hey, Mike, I wanna I wanna be involved. I can't make the casting, but I do makeup. What do I need? And I told her. She sent me a sample of her EPK. She is working on that right now. That's that's dedication. That's passion. That's saying, okay, I can't do A, but I'm available to do B because I want to be involved that bad. Thank you. I can't wait to see the finished product. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So come with something. And that was early in the week. Come with something. And she's not even in the state. Yeah. Come come with something. That's so, basically what it is. There's no excuses, ladies and gentlemen, for my big and husky men out there. Listen, if you shy, it's all right. If this is your first time, it's okay, too. Mm-hmm. We here for we you. We here you know for I mean? you. But you also got to come correct. Why? Yeah. Because there's a thing called Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a little search engine better use that, that you use to find certain things and, and want to know certain languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can also find out what a comp card is too, and, and what model attire it is too. You can just you know <laughs> type that in, 
or or for my Yahooers or my DuckDuckGo's. There's so many search engines out there. Mm-hmm. There is literally no excuse. They might go to Ask Jeeves on you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Did that still come up? No, it Man. Holy crap. I forgot about Ask Jeeves. Man. I forgot about it. But boy, you better stop. See, that's see, that's the tech, the, the tech, the tech, tech. <laughs> no, I, Rob. I'm not a tech guru. I just remember a lot of stuff. That was my favorite. I could, don't ask me about Google back in in school. It was Ask Jeeves for me. Man, <laughs> but I don't care if you red hot in this business or is it green, or is it green as 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 the grass. You, you, everybody gotta learn. Everybody gotta mm-hmm. know and show up. I'm telling you right now, if you don't, if you ain't hearing me, but your friend is, or your friend is hearing me, and you ain't hearing, you better tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing nobody with none of that. I'm not playing. If I got to cast one person who got it together, then so be it, because I'm that serious. And this mm-hmm. industry is that serious. And this production, mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. believe, is that serious. So yeah, make so sure that means you must take it seriously. seriously. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to touch on, you were asking about, um, I guess why the difficulties with plus size models in industry. I think for any model, the difficulty and the difference is being prepared and following directions. Mm -hmm. Almost anybody can walk. Anybody can have confidence. You know, are you prepared? Did you follow directions? I think that's what we've had models that are great models and they come in out the right out the attire. She'd be willing to forgive. I'd be like, cut them. No, I don't. Not all of them. Okay, but, see, but, I, but you know, and, and, I, and I'm like no. that too. Mm-hmm. No. Or it should I say, on how I already know them? Then well, I know, I know. Keep them, but I, I don't will cut caring. them if I tell you to walk five paces in your model walk, and you stop, do sit, pose, and then turn and go back, and then come back. If I tell you to do that, you only do two or three paces, and then you stop and you turn another direction. I will cut you. Those mm-hmm. are things are cutting ground. Exactly, mm-hmm. but it, because it, it's about listening. That, and if that's you can't it. comprehend, that's it. I can't. I can't do it because that means it's going to be a problem come throughout the rest on, of the training and the show. Come on, come mm-hmm. on, yes. Like I will cut. Yes, ah, she got to come back. She's oh, she matter of fact. Matter of <laughs> fact, you know what? <laughs> I'd be remiss. Do you have a guess for next week, Mike? Um, I do. I do. I was gonna. I was gonna say, I, can she? Can 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 you? Can she just come to the model call and 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 you know just just? Oh, look! If y'all need come, a coach, can depending on what y'all got going on, call. y'all know she. Is. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it all. Please, here. please, just, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely talk about it all. Like, yeah, yeah, Let's let's. Have I, I definitely do. Um, I, I definitely do. Got a guest next week. She actually will be at the model call, and she was. A model in this year's ATL curve. Yeah. Hey. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about so, that. <laughs> so we will be announcing her very soon, within the next twenty four hours. Hey. So um, she's and she's also pretty good at what they she's didn't hear do. me, Mike. Just go but, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of gave it away, just but, but I don't know. But um, <laughs> yes. So again, um, if you still have time to register, go to Rob. The website is yes, it's AtlantaCurveWeekend.com, and mm-hmm. go to the Curvy Paradigm page. Click the fly. You gotta fill out the form. It's fill a out that registration. It's a registration form. form, but there's a lot of turnout and good gracious, this is going to be a turnout larger than See, last year. See, he's keeping numbers done. secret from me, like, and, I, and I love surprises. No, it's it's not secretive. Are y'all having more than one model call? 
Wait. Wow, I heard we a got, lot of breath gotta, right there. No, wait, because we have, because we're going to get into this conversation <laughs> on air. Yeah. We got to rap. Yeah, but, we gotta, like, we rap, gotta rap us up. We got to rap. Okay. Well, we you just want to know, why do you want to know? Because I got models coming in town okay. the week after, and I... They may just trying to see how they work. Right. Well, well, hey. We'll discuss some virtual. We'll discuss that after the show, but <laughs> off the air. Long what do we got? y'all at the show. In That's the meantime. Sixth annual Miracle on the Runway. There we go. December 18th. It's a miracle. Miracle's about to happen out here. Well, in the meantime, in between time, we thank y'all so much for spending our time and your time with us today. And, man, listen, we got all these shows and productions coming up. We going to need some press. Because yeah. I'm pressed press, with some press, press, press. press. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Unleash your Saturdays, baby. This is yeah. Mike Rob and Black Rob. That's what we got to do. We got to press on, press on. Let's go. We out, baby. Hey. Murder scene, Cardi made a mess.